to another episode of the Black Esquire Podcast. I am your host, Shelly Whitehead. I am here with my lovely co-host, Michelle Jenkins. What's up, guys? If this is your first time tuning in to the podcast, this is a platform where we discuss a variety of topics. Uh, actually, we sound off on a variety of topics pertaining to young black professionals that don't really get discussed in mainstream media that much. Um, Michelle, where can they find us on social media? Well, hello, everyone. You can find us on social media at Insta- on Instagram, Facebook, um, and Facebook at the Black Esquire Podcast. Our hashtag or our, our handle on Instagram is Black Esquire Podcast. And you can also find us on Facebook at the same. And you should join our um, closed Facebook group. We really get it popping there. Um, that's where we really uh, allow you the opportunity to sort of talk about the different hot topics that are going on day to day um, that are relevant to African-American and minorities in professional work settings. We have some really um, riveting conversations in there uh, pertaining to all sorts of different topics, and it does sort of infuse into our uh, actual recorded podcast. So if you'd like to sort of contribute to the conversation feel free to do it there you can also email us uh if if you so choose or would like to be a guest or have something you want to get off your chest at the black esquire podcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to um respond back to you so we hope to hear from you soon yes one more thing about the fellowship so we are actually live on the fellowship uh for the first time so um if you are not a member of the fellowship and you want to actually see what we look like um head on over there (laughs) to facebook uh and check us out because we are recording this podcast live uh, for the first time you can find all of our episodes on soundcloud itunes uh google play stitcher and we are in limited numbers on youtube but uh, we are there if you need it um so please check us out like share that is the point and the purpose and we would love to hear from you asap (laughs) so it is not just michelle and i in studio today we are here with a good friend of mine and i uh, i I use f-r-a-n friend yes this is my friend Uh, victoria (laughs) victoria watkins uh aka vicky (laughs) aka v um, to some of us so uh, let me uh, read her official bio although I could probably speak contemporaneously yes. <laughs> on her but uh, Victoria Watkins currently works for the city of Chicago in the office of Mayor Rahm Emanuel Victoria serves as senior advisor leading efforts related to external affairs legislative issues neighborhood policy and overall city priorities Previously, Victoria was Deputy Director in Legislative Council and Government Affairs, leading the city's efforts on an all-state government-related initiatives. In her role, she was the main conduit between the priorities of the city and state government, dealing directly with elected officials, state agencies, and related stakeholders. In addition to her legislative legal work, Victoria counsels, researches, and writes on fashion law, entertainment and sports law, copyrights and trademarks, and other related fields. She is the chief editor and creator creator of Baffled, and that stands for Business Advice, Fashion Facts, Law, and Entertainment Domain, a lifestyle blog on the topic she loves most. 
She has spoken on panels on fashion law for the Beverly Hills Bar Association, Chicago Bar Association, John Marshall Law School Fashion Law Society, and the Chicago Department of Cultural Affairs in special events. Victoria is a graduate of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign and earned her Juris Doctorate from DuPaul University College of Law. Thank you, Vicki, for joining us Thank today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We are so it's a good time. time. Can I just say that I'm especially excited because I've been a long-time fan of Vicki. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Vicki, um, I met Vicki because Shelly posted an article that Vicki was in, and I was like, oh, I would love to meet her. Can I please meet her? And um, so... Yeah, that's my fangirl moment. Oh, that's so cool. Thank y'all so much. And Vicky, she's she's just so dope. So um, <laughs> thank you. You know, she, after after we're done uh, talking about the our topic, I want to give Vicky a chance to really talk about some other works um, that she's working on. She's doing some really dope things that you all should know about. That's excited. Absolutely. So, in true Black Esquire fashion, um, Vicky. What you sipping on? Girl, I have a fabulous mimosa this morning. It's getting my day started. Yes. That's right. <laughs> We're early today. Now, we normally uh, record our podcast late, but this is an early Saturday morning recording, so we needed a little, uh, little boost, little boost yeah. to, to make it through. Yes, yes. It's working. It is working. It's great. So, yeah, we're actually all sipping on mimosas today. Um, got a little Simply Orange and some Barefoot Bubbly, which was on sale. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so. Shout right. out to Food for Less yes. for the sale. Okay. Yes. 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 So, getting right into our topic. Oh, my goodness. So, we are, uh, given that Vicky has a certain um, interest in fashion, a certain expertise, so to speak, um, with regards to fashion, um, we recently posted an article in the fellowship, actually, with regards to uh, black women and the sort of um, subjective standards that there are as it relates to sort of dressing professionally and what that truly means and how it can vary from person to person. So our so the article started discussing, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure we didn't get the chance to email it to you, but the article basically discussed, and the young lady was discussing about how um, she felt like she needed to be made platable, mm -hmm. and how she found herself sort of subconsciously sort of checking herself. Um, so wearing her twist out, but then being like, ooh, is it too big? Um, is it <laughs> is it going to be received well? And sort of the conversation um, of on the fellowship was really interesting because uh, the article suggested that uh, black bodies a lot of times are sort of staunchly they stand out no matter what is right. done to them yeah. so so the more curvaceous um, young ladies like myself um, are immediately received as sexy mm -hmm. without really doing anything but showing up right and so it just is such an interesting conundrum to me um and i don't know what the answer is to that is the yeah. answer changing the perceptive perception or is the answer more so uh something that you do within yourself what do you um, I actually, I think it's a little bit of both, and um, I actually had a discussion about this exactly, uh, about this topic exactly with my dad, so oh. I'm going to share a little bit of his insight from, from the guy's perspective, but 
Um, the one thing I would say is um, you have to know uh, not just, just your audience, but also know your environment. So mm-hmm. depending on where you work, whether it is the actual office or if it's somewhere like, you know, in the field or whatever, and also geographically, you have to know like what the setting is there, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and then also know kind of where you fit into that setting. Are you a minority there in a lot of cases? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you are in the majority there and then there are some majority minorities that are joining you. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's one thing to kind of be aware of and figure out. But also, um, I think so from there, I think you have to um, you, you get in through the uniform and that's not oh. just us. That's everyone. Right. Okay. Um, so, for example, um, you know, if you this is a kind of weird example, but I think it'll make the point. Uh, a police officer, mm-hmm. when one police officer sees another police officer, not necessarily from his same department, but mm-hmm. wearing a uniform, there's a connection, there's a bond there, right? And mm-hmm. same thing, like, you know, like when I, I'm a member of uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha, when I find out that someone is a member too, there's a connection there, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so that get, that breaks down a wall, right? And mm-hmm. so in a lot of professional settings, the uniform for everyone is a boring, <laughs> you know, yeah. blue black brown gray suit right Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to get in the door with your uniform on regardless of what that is and I know for me that when I first started um, professionally as an attorney that's kind of what I did and I um, I found my own little ways to put a twist on it maybe it was you know colorful earrings or here and there (laughs) you're gonna get pink shoes you know or whatever Um, and then as and I think the shoes kind of started out you're gonna take these pink shoes (laughs) I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear I'll wear the gray suit and that's fine, Mm -hmm. but my top is going to be purple or my top is going to be turquoise or something because I just, I cannot (laughs) just do the the black, blue, you know, Mm -hmm. I just can't. Um, And then, but when you come in with the uniform on, that's how people get to first see your credibility. And it's, Mm. we are kind of under a a microscope with it for so many obvious reasons, but I mean, that's the uniform regardless of where, you know, like I said, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. A, a real uniform or you know a corporate uniform so you got to get in first and mm-hmm. and get your credibility so that once they know oh okay she knows what she's talking about mm-hmm. and now that skirt is pink <laughs> you know <laughs> and the jacket is houndstooth you know or something mm-hmm. like that um but you got to get in and get your credibility first mm. so i want to kind of talk about the uniform because uh yeah. you know the legal profession especially is a very conservative environment so like you said vicky um it's black uh, boring girl blue navy, navy blue <laughs> gray suit yeah. um and so actually she kind of discussed that in the article mm-hmm. so yeah. she this particular person well, well what she was talking about she was wearing what she perceived to be the uniform mm-hmm. a black suit but because it fit her differently mm-hmm. it was in turn unprofessional god okay so this <laughs> this kind of goes into what my my dad was saying and his, his little quip about this he was like one thing he's like what he asked me what was the difference between cavemen and modern men hmm. uh and i was like uh modern men don't uh i can't remember what my answer was but he said modern men don't live in caves and so i was like okay okay, and he's like some guys just don't grow up and some of them know when to you know perceive women in certain ways in certain settings and some of them don't and cannot make that cut off and i think as we are hearing now these days more about the me too and stuff like that guys are not making that cut off from when they are all together versus when they are 
uh, in a professional setting and seeing mm. women, even if it is in her boring black suit, they're seeing all that she has inside of her <laughs> a boring black suit. Um, so I don't know if that's something we can really avoid, unfortunately. Um, but I think, like you said, that's really uh, an issue that you can wear the boring uniform and still, you know, fill it out nicely. Real nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this goes back to, I don't know if you all remember, I guess this was a few months ago, um, the Dallas traffic news anchor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, where she caught a lot of flack for dressing too sexy um, mm-hmm. on air. Mm-hmm. Where she would wear, uh, you know, dresses. So the same type of dresses that her white counterparts yep. were right. wearing that she would wear, but it looked differently on yeah, her. Definitely. You know, would you say, you know, filling them out a little mm-hmm. bit. So. Yeah. To be clear, uh, uh, someone slid in her DMs, well, in her emails, of <laughs> and attacked her and told her that her children watched the news and that, you know, she was dressed inappropriately. And these were sheath dresses, which is just a straight, plain yeah. dress. They weren't, um, they, no low cuts. All, all of her cuts were up to her neck, really. They were like these rounded, I don't know what that's called, that cut right there, but um, and, or boxed. They weren't. Mm-hmm. There was nothing, there was no cleavage or anything like yeah. that, but because she did have a shape that was not straight like some of her um, 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 uncolored, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uncolored counterparts, um, she sort of, uh, she obviously, you know, had a figure, a sort of silhouette that was, I guess, offensive to this particular viewer. And, you know, people rallied behind her. And, yeah. I, and I appreciated that they rallied behind Definitely. her. But I, 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 I've suffered with that struggle. And there are mornings where I'm just like, well, forget it. You know, I, I do have breasts. You're going to have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I think you've got to just like wean them onto it honestly um because if we don't you do i guess that wasn't a good example with when you just said that you have breasts but i mean and i didn't mean wean them onto your breasts that's not what i was saying i was saying i mean like well i guess but you gotta sort of you gotta introduce them them, yeah bring it in slowly yeah Yeah, like whether you're gonna bring in colors or shoes or hairstyles or Mm -hmm. whatever um like I said, we're under the microscope for sure, but everybody has to get in through their uniform. Mm-hmm. Nobody uh, gets into any um, profession or kind of closed setting, whether you get into that setting through a degree or a license or whatever. You don't get in without your ID of some sort, you mm. know. So um, so you have to get in there. When you get in there, then you show them, like, I deserve to be here probably maybe more than some of the rest of you <laughs> and now like like michelle was saying you gonna get these pink shoes so that's a, that's a little treat bonus for you so that's a good a good segue um i actually didn't want to come to this uh particular topic at this point in the conversation but this since we're here okay I wanna, sorry, sorry don't, don't let me throw y'all off don't let me throw y'all off because uh, one of the reasons um i specifically wanted you on this particular podcast to talk about this topic is because um you vicky you work in politics you mm-hmm. are the senior advisor to the mayor which is a very uh, Ooh, look at all that black girl. <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> so it's uh at least on the outside looking in it's a very conservative type of role but uh but you are very girly i am and uh you know i have been to city hall at your office and you do not hide your girliness no Um, (laughs) you know you when i see your nails sometimes they have designs on oh Oh, i get spiffed yeah she comes with the pink shoes and then um not that this is a shot but but vicky is also short yes well yes 4'11 4'11 so she has all of this going 
uh, and she's very feminine as well. So my question to Vicky is how were you able to really be yourself in such a conservative, masculine environment and be taken seriously, obviously by the mayor because he picked you to be his advisor, <laughs> um, and, and to kind of go up the ranks? Yeah. Um, I think for me it, it was definitely um, getting in and getting the credibility, letting people know that she is here, she deserves to be here, she's going to work hard. Like. I'm sure Michelle and Shelly will let you know. Mm -hmm. I miss some stuff because I'm working. Um, mm -hmm. I am usually a very timely person, but when I'm late, <laughs> it's, it's because I'm working. Like, and and the people that I work with, and the mayor specifically, he knows that. You know, he knows that I'm working. He he's mm -hmm. all about family and balancing time and everything for sure. But he knows mm -hmm. that I not only know what I'm doing, but that I'm working hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that is definitely what you have to show and prove yourself first. You cannot come in with, you know, crazy stuff on the first day because that is going to, you know, that's going to make people wonder, like, okay, what's going on? What they happened? have to, yeah. Like, <laughs> so you were focusing way more on this outfit, which it don't take long to decide your outfit. But, uh, <laughs> but you, you know, you have to show people where your focus is and don't where your attention. Don't come in with the wingtip eyeliner. Right, exactly. Don't do, don't, it, do don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You have you have to show your talents first. I and also has changed to just it, champagne. Do it. Do it, girl. <laughs> do it. <laughs> yes. But I think that was it for me. Um, I Before working for the city, I worked for the state in Springfield. And so that was, you know, very long days in the state capitol. Um, and I would say that even then, in the beginning then, um, just as far as dressing, um, I, would, I did a little more of the, the black and gray or whatever. Like I said, I was still the throw the shoes. Because it's the capital. But, I mean, it didn't <laughs> take very long before people saw, okay, she is, for one, on the legal team. She's, you know, not on whatever other team. Not discrediting those, but it's like, okay, she's a lawyer. So mm -hmm. that that's, check that box there. She knows <laughs> what she's doing. And then when, when you talk to people and they real, really realize that you know what you're doing, you prove that, then it's like, well, now here come my purple jacket. You know, <laughs> like, like I, I got it. I'm okay. You know, but I, I'm like, I'm going to show you who I am real quick in, in by my brain and the substance <laughs> right. and, and because this gray jacket, I can't do it. Uh -huh. I can do it, but I mean, but only I, for so long, only for so long or, or that means my skirt's turquoise or, so, or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. like I just, it's, and I think we all deserve to be ourselves. Um, that is the quote. That's tweetable. You know, yeah. that's, that's tweetable. Yeah. You know, we but, all deserve to be ourselves. And we, I think we all have to come to the middle too, but you deserve mm -hmm. to be yourself in the middle. Mm -hmm. So. For me, I know, like I said, I had to really make sure that people knew because regardless of what I'm wearing, I'm still a black woman. And so mm -hmm. that people are going to be like, OK, let me see what she's about. Right. And then I show them what I'm because about. Because your peers judge you, too, by they what do. you're wearing. They so, definitely so, do. So you certainly get the judgment from, you know, well, let's just be honest. We all we all the people on our panel today are attorneys. That's not always the case. We do cater to everybody. But today we're all attorneys. So. We understand that we work mm -hmm. in a predominantly white, predominantly male space. Right. And so we're being judged by them. Right. But 
when I see another sister and I'm like, oh, hey, girl, hey, yeah. I haven't seen you in any, any, any bar association events. What's your name? You know, yeah. what's going on? You know, I am judging her a little bit. Like, I do <laughs> need to know, like, that she can pull herself together. I'm seeing right. if we can go to drinks or if you're just going to be in this space. Yeah, because we you, all get to be a reflection of each other to an right. extent. Depending exactly. on how many of us there are, they think, oh, well, you must know that other one. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't know her. They <laughs> don't think that. Right. I hate that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know her. I don't know me. Don't do that, right. especially if they're like lame or something. I'm right, like, yeah, like we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've never met her. I know there's two of us, but I don't know her. <laughs> then one other thing I'll say, like about the shoes. Occasionally, I know I really test the limit more on the height than the design. Because now, honestly, people expect they were like, oh, I was waiting to see what those. Those are just plain green shoes. Where the, where the designs at? I te- I will say here and there I tested a tad bit on the height and I, mm-hmm. on the height of the heel and I know I can only get away with that because I'm literally under five feet tall right and people talk over my head so oh. it's a slightly a tactical tool to like just at least get me get in the game it. yeah because when people see me in flats they like literally were like oh what happened oh you know so <laughs> they were like I did not know that you were that, that small. small yeah right, so right. for for mm-hmm. me and for all of my other petite sisters out there. We it's it's a four man function Got for it. us. Well, I I am taller. Do don't do it, tall ladies. Don't do it <laughs> because then you're towering over the men. They get start to get in, intimidated. intimidated. Yeah. It is not fun. Right. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm right in the middle of the both. Yeah, of so, and then I, I have the audacity to be tall it. and have like you know up, upper endowments and lower endowments, and it, <laughs> and it can become and you do not want to be in a situation where a guy is so short that he's like. Your at your endowments. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> right. It's not fun. You can't be opposing counsel in that situation. <laughs> it's kind of hard. You got to put a table in between you or something. <laughs> so, but um, <laughs> it was interesting because the, um, when I went, so this is, so at this job that I have now, um, I was telling Shelly and she was like, oh, in the car, because we, that's when we brainstorm is on our way to things. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we were talking about, um, or I was telling her how I sort of came to the idea of, oh, this should be a topic. Because when I went to go um, I, uh, actually decorate my office, this is the second time I've had an office, but the first time I've decided to decorate. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I found myself consciously looking at the art and saying, is that too feminine? Mm-hmm. Now, the mm-hmm. theme is not is not unfeminine. It is yeah. a Kate Spade theme. It's very cute. Okay. With a pink yeah. highlight, pink and gold highlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is very, like, striped, and there's pink stripes, and there's flowers and yeah. crap. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is girly. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, but I think the statement piece, so I got a very masculine clock to balance yep. it out. Yes. And I got yep. two pieces of art that are actually very abstract. They're white and gold. So to be, I, I, my, my office sounds fancy when I describe it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's, cute. it's really cute. It's in the state building. It is not fancy. Yeah. But it, <laughs> the Thompson Center child. Oh. But anyway, with all its mold. Yeah. But anyway, um, oh. my oh point, my, my point, let's stay on the point, <laughs> is that that subconscious sort of second guessing of yourself, yeah, especially definitely. as a woman who also suffers from imposter syndrome at times, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is, I don't, 
think people really realize how debilitating it really yeah, is. Yeah, definitely. And even the fact that, uh, so two things. One, that we have to even have those thoughts. Because like you said, with decorating the office. And like you said, Shelly, you've been in my office. I <laughs> I tote the you line. Don't shy away. But I don't. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I do think about it. Because I don't mm-hmm. want people coming in and thinking that, like, mm-hmm. this is, you know, some sort of Pinterest board. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, like unicorns um, threw up here. Right. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I don't want that. And I, I mean, I feel like I personally kind of do a lot of balance I do like I love colors Mm -hmm. but um you're gonna take me seriously too and Mm -hmm. I don't want people to come in and think that a lot of times women kind of get perceived as like mascots a little bit in the office like Mm -hmm. to the extent like um oh well such and such she she'll she bakes for birthdays and she brings the balloons and she does that you know like Mm -hmm. that you are the cheering squad and Mm -hmm. um there are like in certain jobs I have you know, done that sometimes where I will bake and bring in treats. It's been a long time since I had time to do that. But <laughs> but when I heard that um, in an article I read, it made me think because um, it's like I don't want people to, one, invite me to meetings or things like mm-hmm. that because of non-substantive reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I was thinking about from what you said was about the fact that we have to think about this period. I've been reading this book called Beauty Sick, and it Who's discusses um renee um engelm is her last name okay phd okay, she is a um um a professor at northwestern okay um i have to double check to spell her last name but I, it's, it's like no CK sick beauty sick beauty sick yes it has no like worries. a baby we'll b- baby blue cover um, I think I have a picture of it in my phone, so okay, I'll send okay. it to you. But um, it talks about all of these things that women have to think about mm-hmm. um that guys just don't and um the decorating your office for one the fact that we're even thinking about decorating i'm sure guys don't think about that at no, all like don't. i'm no. not i'm not putting anything on the desk i don't need a cute notepad like somebody give I'll me some post-its wall. right <laughs> yes and that's it whereas we're not we're not only thinking about decorating but also what we are going to do and how we make it look nice and comfortable for right. us and what mm-hmm. we want but also so it doesn't look like a, you know a pinterest board <laughs> so uh, and it's to say it talks about um um as far as uh women thinking about like what they're wearing every day mm-hmm. to anywhere you know whether it's like oh do i want to put on sweats am i going to feel ugly today right um right and women who uh, don't do things, don't participate in life because they feel ugly or they don't feel skinny mm-hmm. enough, they mm-hmm. don't feel tall enough, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. And these are just things that, uh, you know, guys don't have to think about. And of course, you know, as women of color, we have an additional layer to think about. Like yes. you said, is my hair too big? Right. Is, you know, are they going to accept the dreadlocks? Are they going right. to accept Right, because my faux these... locks, I was concerned. Right. I was like, yeah. I don't know how yeah. my boss is going to take this, but he's right. going to take these faux locks. He's take these faux locks. <laughs> because I yes. will work out. Yes. So. <laughs> so, right. Yes, that's another thing. Like, oh, so I had to get a gym wrap uh, oh, so I can make sure, you know, you don't want to sweat the edges, all these different things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a lot that we have to consider um, as, for us, definitely, as double minorities. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. The double minority situation. I think even and then I will say this, that men do. I had a lot of uh, the, the there were not that many African-American men in my law school class, but there were enough. And to the point where. I would say 85% of them had to change their hairstyles by the time they got got really? ready to yeah. look for a serious position. Yeah. Um, and 
it, it, it mostly I saw dreads getting shaved off. Uh, yep, yeah. And yeah. so I had a um a, a boyfriend that I dated back in college who had dreads. And it was actually before dreads were like really popular. Uh so and he was trying to get a job in like the mortgage banking field mm-hmm. and he would go on interviews and wouldn't get called back and all that kind of stuff. But the moment he cut off his dreads, oh, of all of a sudden the offers yeah. were like flooding in. Yeah. It's unfortunate because in places like, for example, Atlanta or D.C., they have really good locticians. So it's a different mm-hmm. sort of reception and things like that. And I do feel sorry for the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they are, they don't have as many options. It's either cut them off or right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody's doing braids anymore. So um, <laughs> not for real. Not if yeah. you yeah. want to date It's kind of women. the same thing with clothes, too. I mean, guys mm-hmm. really don't have that many. Well, Generally, because I was just thinking, I'm like, mm, I didn't see some suits. Even <laughs> yeah. like in Springfield, like I've seen right. some suits. Look, so even I in guess, Springfield, but you gotta, you guys have to like really make the effort to have more options as far as their clothes. They do. Absolutely, so. they do, they do, indeed, they do. Um, I think the, I think the the only other challenge that I find though is more so along the lines of just being a attractive woman and being taken seriously uh and i don't want to say despite or in spite i, I would say I, I want to be taken seriously just as a person like i just yeah. want to be mm-hmm. looked at yep. as michelle but uh i think a lot of times i encounter and what i encounter the most out of anything is that when i open my mouth because uh anybody who listens to the podcast anybody who has known me for more than a maybe a week <laughs> you pretty much know that i'm fairly opinionated and kind of gonna be like like I'm I don't really shy away from topics I want to talk about it I want to know what you think and so um and but I'm also an attorney so when I have an opinion it's going to be substantiated and I'm kind of the in-your-face attorney I'm not really the you know oh I'm gonna meekly sort of suggest this thing I'm gonna be like no you need to do this and so because of that um I think a lot of times I'm I'm always given the impression, I'm often given the impression, especially by, and I hate to say this, black men, that um, I should just be quiet, that I should not voice what I have to say and, unless, you know, they approve of it. If, they're, if their opinion aligns with mine, then it's cool. Right. Yeah, and we, we kind of talked about this in the car. It's like uh, when you're attractive and feminine, mm-hmm. it's like your opinion doesn't matter Yep. Mm-hmm. versus, I don't want to call anybody unattractive or whatever, but when you have some of the more, because we see it in some of the meetings that we've been a part of. Right. <laughs> where some of the um, older, more There's the ageism to it. More older, more masculine energy African-American women can mm-hmm. get away with saying a lot of the same things you would say, but because But when I are, say it, I'm combative, say it, right. I'm rude, I'm mm-hmm. all of these things, yeah. Yeah. because how dare I, the person who has all this spotlight and people who, and I think it's because people expect you to be um, nicer. You should be nicer because you look nice. You look pretty. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. you should be nice. You should, and I, I think people yeah. create these sort of mythical uh, images or personas that you should take on. Yeah. And then when you aren't that persona, when you're all in your face and got the facts and yeah. they can't outlogic you, right. now it's an issue and we got it. They become like cats in like a pool and they're like scratching at yeah. you. It's you like know? sometimes people want you to be one or the other. It's like, right. how dare you be aesthetically pleasing <laughs> and smart? Like, yeah. why do you how get dare to have? Have both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's very well put. And it, it, it scares me, though, because then what we're saying is, uh, and let's be clear, it doesn't work that way for men. No. Mm-mm. When no. men are aesthetically pleasing, like Barack Obama. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And then smart, too, is yeah. like, oh, fun. Right. Yes. We found a unicorn. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. I know we'd be excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> And let him be in shape, too. Oh, yeah. girl, yes. Oh. And tall. Yes, yes. But look, you're yes. describing my dream man. Right, uh-huh. definitely. But, you know, when women do it, it's like, how dare you be well put together and look cute, have a good sense of style, and have something to right. say? Mm-hmm. They, they better get on board, okay? Can <laughs> we do this power couple thing or not? Like, Can we? Get on right. board. Get on board. Y'all see how Michelle and complimented the president and mm-hmm. got him where he is and helped support him and was a rib to him. Get on board. Get with There it. could be so many more. There, there really could, could be. be. Right? Yes. This could be us, but you playing. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Get on this power couple movement. Let's do it. Shelly, can you read the quote we pulled from the article, the original article that we started out talking about? Yeah. So, um... I know we're short on time, so let me be quickly. Okay, so it says, nobody tells you what too much means in the context of the workplace. They don't go into detail because it's an embarrassing conversation to have with another adult. That reluctance is normal, and it makes employers resort to coded language like unprofessional and excessive. Unfortunately, it is this vagueness, this lack of specificity that is exploited to the detriment of women of color. When you don't have a clear set of rules to follow, you're open to the judgment of a subjective authority, often a white male authority. In the eye of that authority, your very presence is a violation. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I think it is on point. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, it is like unfortunately accurate. Yeah, it is unfortunately accurate. Yeah. I think. I think being platable is the biggest challenge that young professionals face. And I think that we are, um, and, and, and I think our challenge is to do like Maxine Waters said and just go ahead and get comfortable being controversial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think when you do, however, take the sort of lead and just just go ahead and do what it is that you think you should be doing, mm-hmm. um, you start to find spaces where they accept you yeah. and where they um, sort of just, they embrace you for who you are. And I think that that is the goal. That is the goal space that you want to be in anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So instead of um, maybe toning yourself down or, or changing yourself, now let me be clear. Don't do nothing crazy. Don't be stupid. No. Don't no. be don't no. don't don't try to be the trailblazer of style. Like don't do that. <laughs> or prove yourself first, like Vicky did, and right. then you can prove do yourself. That. Plus, there are weekends. Like there you, are you weekends. can wait until or Saturday after or after work to do yeah. to do your whole you know independent. Get some style friends. Go to thing. Coachella. Yeah, you know, do it there. Do it on this. the weekends for sure. I mean, I do feel like every day is a walk on the runway, but you, but give them different <laughs> looks. Give them different looks. You can go Sir and looks. do the same yeah. looks. Yes, yes. Save, save some of the, 
yeah, mm-hmm. say some of the edgy stuff for the weekend. You know, keep them in suspense. I do want to comment that Vicky has a unicorn strip in the back of her head <laughs> that I am so excited about. <laughs> like, you never see that. No, when when did you get this space? and did your I boss did, see so it? I got it. I, no, I yes, got it okay. yesterday. Okay, got um, it. He has not seen it. I, I don't honestly know. I, I mean, I feel like he would probably end up seeing this brighter blonde in the front, but it's a lot of folks in the office that have, you know, blonde streaks and stuff. Honestly, I don't know to what degree it's going to catch his attention, honestly, because he's it's just subtle. not that, it's that a guy. Subtle. Like, I did, it, I did, you have to really look in the back to see. Yeah. You, so, Shelly said you have to yesterday. really look in the back to see. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see next week if he if he does end up seeing it. I sort of doubt that he will. But um, I, I have been, like, really dying for some purple hair. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I'm excited about it particularly for when I'm not at work to, <laughs> to you know, part it certain ways and, yes. and stuff like that. And, and so it's so just I'm in excited. the back? It's not... It's just in the back. There's a okay. little bit... I don't want to lose my earbud, but there's a little bit underneath. Okay, I like that. So yeah, Shelly just so. flipped her hair that's just above her left Big. ear, and there's like a little purple underneath yeah. there. Right yeah. next to the ear is so really cute. So if she ever sides, pulls so. it back... But here's the thing is I wear my hair like this most times at work. Oh, damn. So, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, Oh, she did it way up to your temple. Okay, that's nice. So, yeah, so, like, I told her, I was like, I got to be able to make sure, even if I pull it back, that you can't, you know, yeah. if I got to go in, you know, so if, who knows, if, if President Obama come in to meet with the mayor, if I need to be in that meeting, you know, <laughs> like, you know. You can't be in there. Right, I need, I need a little versatility, and yes, I think that's yeah. knowing your boundaries, too. Right, so. and knowing how to find a good stylist. Because definitely, my stylist, shout definitely. out to Jonathan at Platinum Images Styling. Who did your color? Um, My color was done by D. Williams at uh, Relax She's Natural. Okay. In the West, in the West Loop. Yeah, okay. she does her thing. Okay, yeah. very nice. And um, and so both of these uh, 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 stylists that we've mentioned are very good at um, dealing with professional young women. Yes. So feel free to hit them up. Um, Jonathan, you owe me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, but more than that, um, I really want to get into um, – um, your your nonprofit. Oh yes. yes, I'm so yes. excited. I don't know. I dress so has a lot going on, <laughs> so and this excited. is one of them. So, so well, so can excited. I just say that I don't have a dress yet, but I'm really excited to find one. Yay! Okay, yeah, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm go ahead. I'm so good to see what y'all are gonna wear. I haven't decided yet what I'm wearing yet either. Oh. So, we'll, so yeah, so I'll be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But um, as they mentioned, um, I am one of the four co-founders of Project Style, and um, you can find us all over the internet. And um, our handle is Project Style Org. Org. And our website is projectstyle.org. And what we do um, is workshops for middle school and high school girls on self-confidence and self-worth. So we have a full-year curriculum that we do for the middle school girls. And we do kind of like different pop-up workshops on um, like confidence and ads, what you see in magazines. Uh, we've had the girls put together some vision boards. Mm. They've um, done these little kind of worksheets, like I am confident when, um, and just talking to them about complimenting their themselves first and their friends and people in their um, networks, at, you know, at school and socially in different ways. So like a lot of times as women, and this is something that I um, was reading about in the Beauty Sick book, we compliment each other and, and are often complimented aesthetically right. mm-hmm. like and, and we do it and then you know it, it's a, a thing it's decades millenniums old right okay. uh oh girl you're like I, I love your outfit yeah. oh that lipstick mm-hmm. is so cute yeah. oh i love your oh, hair yeah, that's where we right. start mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. we start there and you know sometimes it's a nice breaker but it's so common among women 
you know, definitely in America. Um, but what we're trying to teach with Project Style is talking about other attributes, you know, mm. not just like I like the way you style your hair because that is a skill, you know, mm. or you're really good with makeup. Mm. That is a skill, mm. you know. Oh, you are so we were in science yesterday and you knew all of the answers. You are so smart. Um, and I one thing like my goddaughter is four, and I always tell her, I'm like, Cassidy, you are so smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tell her she's pretty too, because that's important. Because right. That, I mean, we had, you have to deal with the cards you're dealt, and yeah. that that mm-hmm. is still um, part of the conversation. But I think in helping change the conversation, what we are trying to do is make sure that for one, the girls know if they're being sold, and that's why we talk a lot yeah. about magazine ads and what they see on social media. Like, they are trying to sell you something. They are trying to make you believe that you should be like this and that you should do this. And for one, you have to have the strength and the foresight to know, I don't, mm. because there's only one me, and if I'm not doing my thing, who's gonna do it? Because right. right. two of us can't do somebody else's thing. Right. Um, so we're trying to teach them a lot about that. Um, and then also at the end of the workshops, we have a little pop-up shop. Oh. So we take clothing and uh, accessory donations, gently used, or if you got new stuff, that's great. Okay. Um, yeah. And they get to shop in the pop-up shop and um, take the clothes oh. and accessories home with them. So, that's exciting. Uh, so, yeah. And then sometimes we uh, also give out little, like, empowerment bracelets mm-hmm. um, that say, like, I am smart, I am confident, I am wonderful, I, you know, just different aspirations to, you know, be right there on their wrist and remind them mm-hmm. that you are more than you think you are. I have questions. So, yes. So, how do, first, do you work with the same school the whole year, or is it like yes. different so, schools? Yes, um, the uh, mentors, which we are looking for more mentors, projectstyle.org. Mm-hmm. Um, we go, you go to the school once in the fall and once in the spring, but you maintain contact, what it, whichever way is best, email or text or whatever, uh, both the students and the parents are comfortable with each month. So they get a workbook and there's like an, an assignment for them to do each month. Okay. Um, so they check in with their mentor, but the mentor will may actually make a site visit to the school um, once in the spring and once in the fall. So it's really just I mean, once a year. Once in the fall and then in the spring to start start the school year and then at the end of the school year. Okay. Are there requirements to be a mentor? Um, we so I would say at least a college student, um, um, but definitely uh, women want the girls talking to mm-hmm. the women that they will soon be. Mm-hmm. Um, we have asked if we are going to end up doing this for boys too, because we know that there is also a need there. Um, that will be coming. We're not quite ready for the boys yet. We right. Gotta, uh, you got to figure make out the a little more headway with the girls. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will get to boys for sure. Um, so to be a mentor, um, uh, just at least uh, being a college student in the Chicago area, um, mm-hmm. and certainly professional women, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also so these girls know that they can do so many things. Like, do we want lawyers? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we want people who work in marketing, right. educators, whoever can get over to a school twice a year <laughs> and, <laughs> and wants to be this positive uh, influence in these girls' lives. About an hour or um, two twice a year. That's not bad about, in yes. terms of time commitment. Okay. Yep. Right yes, definitely. And, I mean, I, the monthly check-ins are, like, as you make them. If you want to do lunch, do lunch make sure it's cool with the parents we have permission slips and all that kind of stuff for participation Mm -hmm. um but uh we really want people who want to do it Mm -hmm. and who want to give what like you said is kind of that little bit of time but will go a long way and there's other ways to volunteer too we'll have days where you can come and help us sort sort garments we're Mm -hmm. gonna cut the tags out of um the clothing for the 
um, for the pop-up shops so okay. that people, because, you know, sometimes just because it's got a designer label on it, that's people not, it, does, it may up. not be cute. Right. right? right? <laughs> so we, uh, we are cutting the tags out, the designer as well as the size tags out mm, and body putting positivity. in body positivity like and putting in uh, project style tags so oh, that it's, that. everybody's the same mm. and you're not going to pick up something just because it says whomever um, mm. when you know it's not cute but you know, <laughs> you just want to so, say, I'm yeah, wearing, I'm wearing right. Gucci. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you don't want to get caught up in, I mean, everybody does their sizing different and stuff like that. You don't want right. to get caught up in the numbers because we all wear different numbers and we all wear different numbers different ways. That's true. So, yes. Okay. And we are having uh, our big spring fundraiser <laughs> this coming Thursday, May 3rd. It is at the Montgomery Club, which is 500 West Superior. Um, tickets are still on sale. A hundred percent of the proceeds go towards these programs for young girls. So we can do our workshops and print the workbooks and get clothing donations and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be fun. It's a casino night. So just for charity. So if you like to gamble, um, it's not, it's not real money y'all, but (laughs) if you like to, if you like the, the spirit and the fun of gambling, come through it's going to be a good time uh food by gibson's it's going to be good oh, open bar nice. open okay. bar yes Look, it's i just be. bought the ticket because it's vicky right. i didn't but, really oh yes it's going to be a good time so yes it's going to be so fun we're excited get your tickets get your tickets project style oh i'm so excited oh, for this yay. event thank you thank you i need to find me a little flapper dress yes it's 20 scene right yes yes 20 yes scene. 20 okay. scene so, so we can come in the flappers outfits come you know with some sequins or whatever <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be popping it's gonna be a good thursday night All right. yes what, what time is it again it is six to ten, six to ten. Yes. Well, what, what was the location one more time um at the montgomery club it's 500 west superior okay so right Where can like, we get tickets? like river west um you can get tickets at, um it's three events uh, the tickets are on Eventbrite, um, but you can go to our website, projectstyle.org, and click directly to the um, Eventbrite page. You can find us on Instagram at projectstyleorg. Uh, same thing on Twitter mm. and Facebook. Awesome. Yes. So we are very excited. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I was like so excited to do this. So yes. y'all, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. And thank you, for you to me. our new engineer, Geo. Thank Gio. you, Geo. Geo was great. Geo, um, uh, we met Geo on our press uh, circuit for the pace uh, or not five k the five k for uh, the quit pro run for the legal clinic that I run. And Geo has been very influential in trying to, trying to help us get our sound better. So if we sound better, it's because of Geo. Thank yes. you, Geo. <laughs> Magnificent. Um, so thank you all for tuning in. I hope that you will share this episode, like this episode, comment on this episode. And please, please, please join us at the fellowship. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. And um, for now, just stay black, stay Esquire. Talk That's to you later. Right. Yay. All right. Bye-bye.